What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another 5 of 5 Flip Quest episode here, our first since the National 2022 in Atlantic City. And we're going to talk about, for the first little part of the episode, how the sales went at the National for Flip Quest cards. Because as many of you know, we've talked about for the past several months, we will ha- we were going to have a Flip Quest exhibit at our national booth. We dedicated one showcase just to the Flip Quest, had some fun Flip Quest branding around it, and we sold some cards. So, Nate, why don't you talk about for us what was moving from the Flip Quest and maybe what wasn't moving? Yeah, so for cards that were moving, I would say from my experience, it was a lot of smaller football stuff that we had um, from Rob Gronkowski to Keyshawn Johnson, Rondé Barber, and guys like that, Bruce Smith. Um, so we had some pretty cool cards we picked up through the PWCC flip quest that we, that we moved that were football that were random. I guess that's what's really sticking out to me that we moved we- well. We also had sell the child from Star Wars PSA nine. We had the Hermione that sold, and then there's also a you know multitude of other soccer cards that actually sold too. So, but what's the one thing that did move? I guess is what I'm getting at. I tell you, I tell you what didn't move, and it breaks my heart. At one point near the end of the week, we hadn't even got a question on most of these cards, and it was high end baseball. We had the Juan Soto one one, one question on it all week. The Shoyo Otani uh, Mystery Redemption out of 99, one question on it, like at the very end of the week. Julio, I don't even think we got any questions on. Dustin May, a couple people were interested. And then Jordan Lawler Green. Like one um, person. Like one person was interested. But otherwise, not a single soul was even close to buying any of them. Right. And those were pretty much our biggest cards from FlipQuest 2 outside the George Russell, which got plenty of looks the Russell. Um, just was holding up for, for a pretty good price tag on it because I think it's very, very much worth it to hold it given that I think Mercedes is going to be the top team next year and George Russell will be up there with Lewis Hamilton. By the time Lewis Hamilton retires, then George Russell will probably be fighting for the championship himself. So worth a hold on that. And honestly, the baseball cards like that we have, those are all studs. They're all good cards. I'm not worried about it. You know, and we probably were asking, you know, prices that we thought they were worth based off the rarity and the players themselves. Yeah. And, and it's, it's okay to hold. And one thing you can't go into a show expecting that to be the market um, because there would be a non-existent baseball market. If you are basing it off of the national, we know that's not true. Um, There is a huge robust baseball market right now. So I'm not worried. It's just one of those things, just one of those weird occurrences that happened. And uh, you just go and take the cards and sell them on PWCC and make a ton of money. So perfect. Exactly. I'd also say that majority of people walking up to the booth, to our booth, were looking for specifically soccer, Formula One. We had a lot of people walking up trying to sell hockey, and then also people for the non sports, too. Um, Nate got a lot of looks on the Darth Mall we had. Uh, it didn't go that show because we had a pretty high price tag on it. But maybe, you know, if the entire booth was baseball, maybe it's a different story. Uh, but I don't know. And also, maybe if we don't price them to the point to where we, what we think that they're worth at the time yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, and, that, and that's the tough one is, you know, the cards we had, Juan Soto, obviously don't want to move a one-on-one of him unless we ha- unless somebody blows their socks off. Don't really want to move Julio. Don't really want to move Otani. And then even the lesser guys don't want to move Jordan Lawler until he becomes a top-ten prospect and don't want to move Dustin May until he pitches. Yeah, so it's like we had reasons to not lower our prices to a point where we're making a few hundred dollars in each. We were really looking for probably double-ups on all of them, which I think that we can achieve someday too. They don't want to short ourselves. Correct. All right, Nate, really quickly here, we'll let you give your take on one of the cards in this auction and uh, because we only got a minute left here. But how about this one ending this week in auction number 29 on PWCC? 
Yeah, we got the Lamar Jackson rookie downtown from Optic Gold Vinyl 101 ending this week, PSA 10. And for me, Lamar Jackson, one of the most disrespected quarterbacks in the NFL. I love him. He's been amazing. Last year, 7-5 and five before getting injured, the Ravens missed the playoffs. Back-to-back uh, -back 1,000-yard rushing seasons until last year when he got injured. He tosses the pigskin around. Um, he's so good. He gets disrespected. I love this card. I love Lamar Jackson. I sure hope. He proves everyone wrong again this year. All right. You want you want to hear some data? You know how much we yeah. like talking about data. This card last sold on July 30th, 2020 for $6,413. It's pretty much there post-buyer's premium. But guess what? It sold as a BGS 9.5. It got cross-graded at PSA 10. Oh, wow. So we'll see how much that goes for this weekend. Make sure to tune into our Flip Course episode on Sunday, weekly auction number 29, starting at 9.45 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be there. We've got a couple cards selling this week. We're buying a couple more things. And can't wait to interact with all of you once again on Flip Course episode here on the Slab Stocks Live YouTube channel. All right, everybody. Big news happened this week as the MLB trade deadline came to a close on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And there was no bigger trade in all of baseball in, and potentially all of baseball history than Juan Soto, 23-year-old, multi-time All-Star, World Series champion. Juan Soto got traded to the Padres. He was the best young player to ever be traded in the history of the MLB. Let that sink in. No player this young with this many accolades has ever been traded in MLB history until Juan Soto, and the Padres got him for a massive deal. Mackenzie Gore, former top five prospect as of last year. C.J. Abrams, top 10 prospect. Robert Hassel, like top 25 prospect. James Wood, top 100 prospect. Jarlin Susanna, young, talented player, not a top prospect yet, but could be. And Luke Voigt, who in 2020 led baseball in home runs in the, in the COVID Jordan season. So... There is some talent that came back to the Padres, a huge, huge, huge deal, and yet who cares about the prospects? It's about Juan Soto. I mean, Mackenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams are 23 years old. Juan Soto is 23 years old. He is the same age as two of the prospects that were traded for him, except those two prospects have done nothing in the majors, and Juan Soto is a World Series champion already. He's a multi-time All-Star, and he's well on his way to the Hall of Fame. It's crazy to me, and uh, let's look at some of the card prices that have sold in the last couple days. So, of course, uh, day after August 3rd, trade deadline August 2nd, day after Probstein had some nice Juan Soto selling, Topps Chrome Update X-Fractor Juan Soto Auto out of 125 PSA 10, $9,000, $8,988 on August 3rd. On August 3rd, also, my favorite card, possibly ever, the Juan Soto Tops Super Short Print Gatorade Bath PSA 10 sold for $6,888. That's an incredible sale. This is one of the nicest cards I've ever seen. Um, the water going around him perfectly. That picture, impeccable. And one of my all-time, like, if I could ever get a card, this would be it. $7,000 now, probably out of my price range. But still beautiful, and people are excited and it's not only just random one-off super short print cards, but Bowman Chrome Purple BGS 9.5 growth in the last month. You can see it here from 7.8 to uh, 8.4 for 
45% growth here. It started at $4,951 for the BGS 95 Bone Chrome Purple Auto out of 250 and it is current price $7,200. Very incredible, very incredible rise, and just goes to show you that people are excited about Juan Soto and the Padres. For me, though, forget Juan Soto being on the Padres just in general. Forget the prospects. What I'm excited about is this. We now have Fernando Tatis and Juan Soto, same team. To have two players that young, that good, both top three MVP prospects or MVP finishers last year, to have both these guys on the same team, I don't know if that's ever happened. That would be like if you took Bryce Harper and Mike Trout in the year like 2014 or 2013 and put them on the same team. That's how insane this is. It does not happen that often where you get two guys this young. And so I'm super excited to see what happens going forward with this amount of personality, this amount of talent from two guys on the same team because they can't both win MVPs. You know, they couldn't both win MVPs before, I guess, because they were both in the National League. But if Soto had been traded to the American League, they both could have won MVPs on certain years, right? So now they are stuck competing against each other for the MVP award on the same team. And they're also stuck competing for people's attention on the same team from the same team base. And so for me, I am curious because usually I'm like, hey, I don't want two stars on the same team. Now, obviously, Otani and Trout are kind of debunking my myth. This will go a long way to show me, hey, you can have two personalities, two auras or whatever you want to say on the same team, and they can both go up in price together at the same time. Um, We shall see. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm excited. It's going to be amazing to watch Tatis once healthy play with Soto and see what that offense can do, especially with Manny Machado in there. It'll be unlike anything we've ever experienced before, and uh, I'm here for it. I hope you guys are too. What is up, everybody? It's Zach from App Premier Soccer Investing bringing you the Slap Socks FC 5 at 5 take of the week. Let's get into it. In this episode, I'm going to be predicting the winners of the top five European leagues and I'm going to be selecting one player, one card from each of those teams that I think will do well off the results of the season that that team is going to have. First, we're going to go with PSG in the French League. This is an obvious selection, of course. PSG has dominated this league basically ever since they got taken over by uh, their foreign investors, and that will continue this summer, especially with Mbappe resigning. Messi's looking strong. Neymar's had a good preseason as well. But Mbappe is going to be the main man in all of this, and there's a lot of room to grow in his market, as we can see from how much his 2018 Panini Prism World Cup Silver PSA 10 has declined. This is a card that peaked at almost $12,000. Now it's sitting at around $2,100. There's 200, about 275 of these in the PSA Pop Report. Obviously, Mbappe is one of the best in the world, but the French League position does not determine his card prices. That's baked into it. It's what... PSG does in the Champions League and what he does in the World Cup, both of which I think they will do well, and Mbappe specifically will have success. So I think there's a lot of room to grow in this market and specifically in this card. Then moving on to another a colleague, a French colleague of Mbappe's, we have Paul Pogba with Juventus in Serie A. This is his 2018 Silver Prism PSA 10. I think Juventus has made the right signings this summer. Getting Vlahovic for a full season, too, will be like a new signing for them in a sense. And I think AC Milan and Inter Milan will both regress off the seasons they had last season, creating 
an opportunity for Juventus to pounce. And albeit Pogba's out for the first two months of the season, I think he's going to have a strong season once he's back and fit. And he has a lot of room to grow with his card prices as well. This is a card that peaked at around $300. Now it's doing $54. If he gets back into the form that won France World Cup, that made him one of the most expensive players in the world, there will be lots of growth coming to his market. Moving on to another player who left his club this summer in favor of new challenge, Sadio Mane and Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, again, a team they've won the Bundesliga, I believe, every year for the past decade. I expect that dominance to continue. Dortmund doesn't look anywhere near challenging them. Neither does Leipzig, and everyone else is just way off the pace. Bayern will cruise in this one. And again, this is another one like Mbappe, where Mane's card prices won't be determined by what Bayern does in their domestic league. It'll be determined by what they do in the Champions League. And Mane is going to be with a dangerous Senegal team in the World Cup. And this is a card. $500 at the start when none were graded by PSA. They've been settling in at around the $100 level. Currently, they're doing about $80. However, I think this is an interesting play because the Imane should be able to put up absolutely fantastic numbers with Bayern Munich this season. And if you can take Senegal on a quarterfinal run, which is possible given the talent they have in that team, Bayern goes on a run to the Champions League final, which is always possible with them. Mon is going to be right there for the Ballon d'Or conversation, which means his prices are going to be going ballistic, and there's just a lot of room for him to grow. Moving on to a former Bayern Munich player, now current Barcelona player, 50 million euro transfer move this summer, Robert Lewandowski. I think Barcelona, I don't know how they've done it. I don't know where they've gotten the money from, but they have had a fantastic transfer window. Yes, Madrid's right there, the same running back, basically the same team that won the league in the Champions League last season. But I just feel Barcelona, they have a lot of depth now, a lot of quality throughout their team, and that'll serve them really, really well in the league season. I don't know how they'll do in the Champions League, but I think we're going to see some movement from the 2018 Lewandowski, a World Cup Prism Silver PSA 10 card. Started at 600 peaked at $700 around when Bayern was making their big Champions League run in 2021. Now it's been doing $65. I don't think it'll ever hit the $600 level again, but $200 is definitely not out of the question. Moving on to one more striker, and this is my surprise pick. And you might call me a homer, you might call me biased, but I think Harry Kane, Tottenham, they're going to have an absolutely banana season. They're going to dominate the Premier League. I think Conti's got these boys ready to go. They're going to be fit, firing. Kane's going to be putting up ridiculous numbers once he. Got fully settled in with Conti. He was averaging like a goal contribution every game. I expect that to continue on in this season, win the golden boot, get the most assists in the Premier League. And Tottenham is going to surprise a lot of people. And that's going to help his 2018 Silver Prison PSA 10. And then also he's the captain of the English national team, who are one of those teams that have a shot at the World Cup as well. And this is a car that started at $340, peaked at $1,200 during last year. Last year's year is when it looked like England might win the whole thing, and now it's been settling in at around $126. Yes, a lot of comeback from PSA in that time frame, but there's a lot of room to grow for this card as well. What's going on, everybody? Slap actually here, back again with another F1 segment here at 5 of 5. We're finally back from the National, and I'm slowly getting my voice back, which is great, but we're going to dive into the F1 news from the past week. 
Unfortunately for F1 fans, the summer break is hit, so there's not going to be another race for the next few weeks. It's going to be August 26th to the 28th in Belgium is the next race. But just because there aren't going to be any races anytime soon does not mean there hasn't been a ton of news from the F1 scene. Going into the 2022 Formula 1 season, there were a ton of questions around who would be where for the 2023 season. We are getting close to halfway through the season, so a lot of these questions are starting to be answered. As you can tell in this graphic, there's quite a few drivers that did not know where they were going to be. But especially from the side of Alpine, there was some big news that broke this past week. Oscar Piastri was announced to be driving for Alpine in 2023 after it was announced that Fernando Alonso was going to be leaving for Aston Martin, which came as a huge surprise to everybody. However, August 2nd it was announced, and the same day Oscar Piastri came out with a statement saying that there was no done deal with Alpine and that he had not signed a contract, which is super strange considering Alpine made it sound like it was a done deal. I don't know what this means for Oscar Piastri and if this confirms 100% certainty that he will not be driving for Alpine. I don't know. Many people don't know. We're just going to have to see how it plays out. But it is really strange from Alpine considering they were not be, they were not able to re-sign Fernando Alonso and they were not able to sign their young driver in Oscar Piastri. Oscar Piastri's cards have blown up as expected because of the news of him going, of him turning down the contract for Alpine and him rumored to be with McLaren. We don't know where he's going to be, but he's going to be an F1 most likely next season. His 2021 Topps Chrome Formula 1 Gold Wave Refractor Auto out of 50. Raw sold for $1,059 July 28th. This card in a PSA 9 sold for $810 May 30th. So it shows the big jump that this card has had. Comparing a raw to a PSA 9, a PSA 9 should sell for a lot more than a raw, but this raw sold for quite a lot more than the PSA 9, so his cards have gone up quite a bit. Might be a good time to pick up if you think there's going to be news announced him driving for another team soon, but also it might be a good time to sell because a lot of his stuff have hit prices they have not hit before. Also on the side of Alpine is Fernando Alonso signing with Aston Martin for the 2023 season. He signed a three-year contract with the team. Nobody really saw this coming. Apparently... As news broke today, Alpine reportedly offered Fernando Alonso a lower salary than Ocon and their proposed contract extension, which is not a good look, especially when you have a world champion on your roster. He's joining Aston Martin. He's taking the place of Sebastian Vettel, who just retired. He's joining Lance Stroll. Apparently, Aston Martin is looking to the future and building their car for next year because this season essentially done for them. They haven't looked the best, but we're going to see how they perform next season because we know Fernando Alonso wants to win. He has that hunger to win, but does Aston Martin have the car for him? We don't know. We're going to have to see. So Fernando Alonso didn't have any cards in 2020, so his first cards were in 2021. And looking at card ladder, cards above $200 that have sold recently, and there haven't been a whole lot. There's been four cards that have sold above $200 in July. They were Dynasty cards, which are have a higher premium than the Topps Chrome and the Topps Chrome Sapphire cards. But you would expect that there would have been a big sale since the news broke of him joining Aston Martin. There haven't, which has been a little strange, but it's something to keep an eye out for as the news uh, broke and as the season gets closer for, for next year. He's a great driver. He is a little old, but I still think he can be competitive, but it's just going to be all up on Aston Martin to see what they can provide for him. Lastly, we want to point out that there are some huge cards ending this week on Golden for uh, F1. Max Verstappen has two one-of-one cards selling. His Super Factor one-of-them tops Chrome is selling, and his Dynasty one-of-one are both selling. 
The Super Fractor is at $145,000, while the Dynasty 101 is at $87,000. These are super cool cards. I have no, no doubts that they will reach pretty high values, but it's definitely fun to watch to see, even if we can't afford it, because he is probably going to win the championship this year and arguably will win a couple championships down the road. Right now is one of the best drivers in Formula One, so this is definitely one to watch. Hey, what's up, everyone? You may know what Eminence is, the basketball and soccer product, but what you may not have known is that 2021 Eminence for football just came out. You can see the Peyton Manning on the screen there. There is an example of one of the cards, auto and diamond in card for Eminence. Obviously, Eminence is a high-end brand, and this is the first year it's come out for football, and goodness gracious, it is not cheap. You can see the box here. That's what it looks like. Comes in a wooden box. Very fancy. 2021 Eminence from Giant Sports Cards was on sale. $2,000 off for $37,000 a case, which is insane. Super expensive. You have National Treasures Flawless Immaculate, and this is like a thousand steps above that. This is the first year that this has come out, and uh, I kind of wanted to look at some prices, but before that, let's make sure you understand what's in it. Ten cards per pack, one pack per box. It came out on July 29th. You are expecting nine autos, nine autos per box, and you also get one silver ounce card, something like that, that is a non-auto, so ten cards, but nine of them will be autographed. A lot of them, like this Trevor Lawrence, We'll have the one troy ounce of silver and the auto or a patch and the auto, something like that. Um, pretty impressive, pretty cool, and all the base cards are numbered to 10. So the highest number or the lowest number, whichever one you want to go, is an auto out of 10, and then it goes down from there, 5, 3, 1. A very cool set. So I wanted to look at some of the prices early going. If you go on Card Ladder... You will find that there are only four sale prices. It came out on July 29th, but there are only four sale prices so far on Card Ladder, which just goes to show you that A, if people are ripping this, they're probably not looking to sell the cards right away, or B, not everyone is ripping this right away because it's so stinking expensive at $37,000 a box, at least on one website. And you only have four prices here, and this Tom Brady Silver Troy ounce out of 10. Sold for $3,600 on July 31st. August 3rd, this Joe Montana silver Troy out, one ounce silver Troy with auto out of eight. Sold for $1,575. A Aaron Jones one of one logo shield with a quad diamond in there. You can see the diamonds planted right next to the NFL shield. $1,525 on July 31st. And on August 3rd, a Emmett Smith green auto number to three for twelve hundred and forty seven dollars on august 3rd and that one was actually on auction these prices are not that expensive uh we're talking tom brady the nicest card to sell yet for thirty six hundred bucks when a case is three or thirty seven thousand dollars you have 10 cards you're making a tenth of your box back on that one card you better hope you can do that 10 times over and you're probably not because you got Emmett Smith here for 1200 bucks. It's a huge gamble. Everyone knows that. I am curious, and I hope you guys are too, to see what happens when a Trevor Lawrence gets put up, when a Justin Fields gets put up, when a Zach Wilson gets put up, and then we will finally know kind of what's going on with this 2021 Eminence as its first release. Until then, 
it's a curiosity for me, a curiosity I'll never be able to afford, but a curiosity nonetheless that I am uh, looking forward to tracking. And I hope you guys are too.